Hi, we're here from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about how scientists came up with a thousand questions that stump computers, what happened to the ghost ship Mary Celeste, and why a warm bath can help you sleep better. Let's bathe in some curiosity. Scientists came up with a thousand questions that stump computers, and they did it to help researchers improve machine learning in the future. You know when you ask a question to your smart speaker or Siri and it gives you an answer that's pretty much completely useless? Well, that's the kind of thing scientists would like to work on. But in order to help computers think better, first we need to learn more about how they think in the first place. So a team of researchers from the University of Maryland set out to do just that by coming up with a list of questions that computers could not solve. It all comes down to the fact that language can be tricky for machines. If you tweet that something was totally sick, you might mean that it was cool, even though the dictionary might suggest you're saying something has a disease. We humans are pretty good at picking up patterns like this when we see certain language used the same way multiple times, and it turns out that AI systems are pretty good at doing that too. But if you want to expose a system to unfamiliar words and phrases, then you need to figure out what those unfamiliar words and phrases are. Usually questions are written by either humans or computers to figure this out. But this research tried something new. Scientists developed a computer system that let humans work with computers to come up with the questions. The system basically showed the human authors what the computer was thinking while they typed their question. It did that by highlighting which words or parts of the sentence the computer was using to make its guesses at an answer. So let's say the author wrote this question. What composer's Variations on a Theme by Haydn was inspired by Carl Ferdinand Pohl? The system then gives the correct answer, which in this case is Johannes Brahms. And the system would also highlight the words Ferdinand Pohl and display other questions the computer had encountered that involved both Carl Ferdinand Pohl and Johannes Brahms to show that this phrase led the computer to the answer. Understanding how the computer thinks lets the author edit the questions to be harder for the computer, but without changing the meaning of the question. So like they might replace the name of Carl Ferdinand Pohl with a description of Pohl's job, the archivist of the Vienna Musikverein. This phrasing stumped the computer. Or if you're going to ask, what is a podcast that is co-hosted by Ashley Hamer? You might instead ask, what is a podcast that is co-hosted by the managing editor of Curiosity.com? Stuff like that. At the end of the day, the team came up with 1,213 stumpers. Those questions were then put to the test in two live human versus computer tournaments. In both tournaments, the humans beat the AI, with even the weakest human teams defeating the strongest computer system. They found several phenomena that tripped up the computer's natural language processing ability. Some had to do with the language itself, like paraphrasing or using words in unexpected contexts, while others related to the computer's reasoning skills, like when it took multiple steps to go from clues to answers. The researchers found that humans can generalize more and see deeper connections. Basically, we may not have limitless memory as people, but we can see the forest for the trees. And if you want to see the trees in question from this research, then you're in luck, because the researchers made their questions and data freely available so other researchers can use them to help improve machine learning. And you can find links to that in our full write-up on this story on Curiosity.com. So, Ashley, I'm going to ask you one of these questions that stumped a computer. Oh, no. I do think you'll actually get this one. And I should note these questions are kind of long. So here's the question. 
In October 2018, a provincial capital announced plans to launch an artificial moon to replace streetlights. NASA employees are banned from working with businessmen from this country, echoing tensions that began when this country shot down one of its weather satellites in low orbit in 2007. This country's land space company plans to offer private space launches. In 2003, this country became the third nation to achieve manned space flight with the voyage of the Shenzhou 5. For 10 points, name this country that maintains control centers at Xi'an and Beijing. Yeah, that would be China. Right, it's China. <laughs> I wasn't sure what the answer was for most of that question, but it turns out that these computers weren't looking at the ends of questions as much as human quiz bowl masters were. So that just shows that they're kind of going about answering these questions in different ways than humans do. I'm just surprised humans are patient enough to wait until the end of that question. Historians may have solved the mystery of the ghost ship Mary Celeste. And if you haven't heard the story, then get ready for a wild ride. It all started in 1872, which wasn't a good year for sailors on the Atlantic Ocean. Hundreds of ships were lost or abandoned at sea after being battered by some of the worst weather in recorded history. But not the Mary Celeste. She eventually found her way back to port, with rations fully stocked and cargo secure in the hold. But the ship was missing one thing, a crew. About a month after leaving New York, the Mary Celeste was discovered in nearly perfect condition, save for a missing lifeboat and the fact that there were no humans on board. It seemed like the crew jumped ship on the lifeboat in a hurry, too fast to gather any of their supplies, at least. But there was no sign of any disaster that would have caused that kind of panic. Obviously, this was great fodder for a ghost story. But a convincing explanation finally showed up when a documentarian named Anne McGregor went through the ship's logs. According to the last entry, the ship was in sight of Santa Maria in the Azores on November 25th. Ten days later, it was found 400 miles east of that point. In McGregor's estimation, the likeliest scenario is that the crew jumped ship on the last recorded day and the ship sailed itself the rest of the way. But why? After carefully examining the available records, McGregor and oceanographer Phil Richardson came to the conclusion that the captain had a faulty chronometer, which told the captain that the ship was 120 miles west of where it actually was. So, lost on a turbulent ocean, the captain likely ordered the crew to abandon ship and head for the nearby island. If only he'd trusted his vessel. I mean, I know that pain. I think we've all followed Google Maps into the abyss. Yes. <laughs> That's the worst. Want better sleep? Scientists have confirmed a potentially obvious but definitely effective trick. As reported by The Conversation, it turns out that you could fall asleep faster and get better sleep by treating yourself to a warm bath or shower one to two hours before bedtime. Researchers reviewed more than 5,000 studies related to bathing and sleep. 17 of those studies met the team's criteria to look into the effects of a warm bath or shower on sleep. And they found that you can significantly improve overall sleep efficiency with a warm bath around 104 to 109 degrees Fahrenheit for as little as 10 minutes. When you take that bath one to two hours before bedtime, it can help you fall asleep about 36% faster. And there's a physiological reason for this. Your body temperature is not constant over 24 hours. It's higher in the morning and evening, and it's the lowest during nighttime sleep. Your body temperature needs to drop to initiate good sleep. When you take a warm bath or shower, your body brings a large amount of blood flow to the surface, especially hands and feet. 
This blood flow moves the heat from your core to the surface, then rejects the heat to the environment, and that causes a drop in body temperature. So if you take a warm bath or shower at the right biological time, as in one to two hours before bedtime, it'll aid your natural circadian process and improve your sleep. As a next step, the researchers are working to design a commercially viable bed system with technology that mimics the effect of a warm bath. The bed of the future. I don't care how effective that bed is. If it doesn't have little tea candles all around the edge of it, it's not the same as a warm bath. True. And now let's recap what we learned today. Today we learned that computers may have more memory than humans, but they can miss the forest for the trees. And that an entire crew probably abandoned ship because of a faulty chronometer. We also learned that you can fall asleep faster and get better sleep by taking a warm bath or shower within a couple hours of going to bed. This is honestly something that my mom has told me for my whole life. So it seemed really obvious to me, but it's cool that science is backing it up. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. Stay curious.